WWE Hall of Famer. And this is FM 96.9 The Game. Slobber Knocker YGM Orlando. WJRR HD2 Cocoa Beach. FM 96.9 The Game. The home of Orlando City Soccer Club. Fox Sports trending now. Right now, Colorado's all over Arizona, 7-2 to two in the bottom of the eighth inning. Charlie Blackman is 2-4 for four in the ballgame with a couple of runs batted in. Earlier today, Cincinnati beat San Diego 4-2. Tampa walked off on the Mariners. They were down 6-5 heading into the bottom of the ninth inning, but they prevailed 7-6. Lucas Giolito, a complete game gem for the Chicago White Sox. They went to Minnesota and beat the Twins 4-0. Giolito, 14-6 this year. They had 12 strikeouts in the victory. Meanwhile, in the National Football League, a couple of notes here. Jets linebacker Brandon Copeland has been suspended for the first four games the upcoming season for using PEDs. Seahawks quarterback Paxton Lynch has a concussion, won't play in the third preseason game against the L.A. Chargers. Melvin Gordon's holdout expected to carry into the regular season. That's according to the NFL Network. I'm David Gascon. We are. Broadcasting live from the Don Mealy Sports Subaru South Studio. Sports Subaru South, Central Florida's new Subaru Superstore. Visit SportsSubaruSouth.com, FM 96.9, The Game, and iHeartRadio Station. The following is a paid program. The views and opinions expressed in this program are not those of iHeartMedia, its management, or advertisers. Golf and rock and roll, not logical, but it is fascinating. That big old fairway Don't want no hackers to get in my way The boys and me got a big NASA going We were born to drive It's the Golf Insiders Giving you the inside scoop on all things golf Now, here are your Golf Insiders on FM 96.9 The Game Hey, bring me another bucket of balls Hello, Orlando. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house. Holly G. And we are on the eve of the finale of the FedEx Cup playoffs, the Tour Championship at Eastlake Golf Club in Atlanta, Georgia, where 30 of the Tour's best We'll be playing for the Big Moolah. $15 million on the line for the player that wins the Tour Championship. Exciting uh, new format to the FedEx Cup playoffs as we've gone to three events. Uh, The BMW Championship, lots of action going on Sunday afternoon as guys were trying to get into that top 30 and... Justin Thomas, 25 under, sizzling at Medina Country Club with a 61 on Saturday. Backs it up with a 68 to shoot 25 under. This is Medina to win the BMW Championship. And 
Boy, we've got a great lineup tonight. Lots of golf to talk about. Uh, we will be going uh, live for the whole rest of the hour up to the Tour Championship. And we're going to bring in our first golf insiders, one of our favorite from the Golf Channel, Todd Lewis. Hey, Todd. Hey, Holly. How are you? Good. What's happening up there in hot Lenta? What's well, the weather? It's hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot, as you might expect in August in uh, Atlanta. Um, but, you know, you do kind of feel the energy building because this is an unknown. We are starting with a staggered leaderboard. Justin Thomas on top right now, 10 under bar. Hasn't hit a shot. Um, so, you know, these guys might be a, a little uncomfortable with this new format, not really knowing what it's like, uh, which I think will make for great television. Yeah, you know, it caught me for a minute because I, I saw a headline uh, from GolfChannel.com saying something about, you know, Justin Thomas leads the Tour Championship. And I'm like, wait a minute, what day is it? <laughs> right. It's, well, it's true. He does lead. Uh, heading in, he's got a two-shot advantage. But, you know, it's interesting. You know, I, I if you look at this, and I've crunched some numbers, you know, Justin's 10 under, and you go all the way down to the guys that are 26 to 30, if they're even par, and you might think they're completely out of it. Well, Consider this. Um, many players have rallied from 10 down to win on the PGA Tour. Several have rallied with, from double-digit uh, deficits to win after just making the cut on the weekend. So they've won or made up the difference in 36 holes. A lot of these guys, well, all of these guys have an opportunity to make up the difference over 72 holes. So there's a bit of optimism for those guys who are way down on the leaderboard. So it's a big advantage for them compared to being a, a bigger advantage, I felt like, last year with the old system for the guys on top of the FedEx Cup stand. Yeah, and I think um, some of the players we're talking about, too, just sort of the, you know, the mindset and the strategy, if you're going in leading, if you're a few strokes behind in terms of how conservative or how aggressive you play that, you know, there's there's a lot more uh, going on, depending on where you are in the field. Right. And you can offer your offer yourself a chance to be aggressive if you're way down. The only problem is that Eastlake is not that kind of golf course right. where you can, you know, fire at pins. It doesn't yield a ton of birdies. I mean, you can't score there, but it's still a very difficult golf course. Um, I, you know, I'm more interested in the mindset of those up top on the top of the leaderboard heading into tomorrow. How do they approach this? Do they, do they stick to their game plan? Do they keep their head on a swivel looking at the leaderboard? Uh, it's, it's unusual territory. And Justin Thomas, is, like I mentioned, is leading, said he doesn't know what to expect tomorrow. And I, I think that bit of conscious or some conscious uncomfortable feeling will, will be a factor here this week for these guys. Well, and, and certainly uh, the, the pressure, we've got some, some big payouts going here, uh, a record $70 million. Every player who makes it to Eastlake will earn at least $395,000. Eight players earning at least a million in FedEx bonus money. This is some big dough. Yeah, I mean, just consider this. If you finish 10th in the FedEx Cup standings compared to finishing 5th, the, that difference is $1.7 million from 10th to 5th. The, that is far higher than any winner's check averaging on the PGA Tour in 2019. So, yes, there's plenty of money. Now, 
I talked to a lot of players today, and most of them are the, in the upper echelon. I, you know, guys who have plenty of money in the bank, the Justin Thomases, the Ori Mountain, Ori's the Brooks Captain, and so on. They say they're not motivated by money. They're, they want to win the title. They want to hold the FedEx Cup trophy at the end of the day on Sunday. All right, they're saying the right things, but I'm telling you, $15 million, you can't buy houses and cars with trophies. Right. Let's just say that, okay? So it, it, it is a little bit of a motivating factor, there's no doubt. Absolutely. And, you know, for some of these guys, uh, as you look down the top 30, uh, this could give them a lot of job security. You know, the Chez Reeves of the world sitting at uh, 25. Uh, Lucas Glover just getting in. We know the trials and tribulations of his career. Jason Kokrak sliding into 30th place. You know, this could be a big deal for these guys. Yeah, they can, they can make plenty of money, no doubt. Uh, but let's also not forget that it is a big deal just to be in the field. All the players in the field in the top 30 will now qualify for the Masters. Um, they obviously will pick up some bonus money. Uh, and, it, and it is an opportunity to punctuate what has been a very consistent season. Not all the players that are in the field here have won, but they have been consistent enough to get to the Tour Championship here at Eastlake. So I'm sure they're all proud of that. Well, there's been a lot of conversation on Golf Channel about uh, your buddy there, Steve Sands, uh, no longer longer having to crunch the numbers and uh, work with three or four whiteboards. Uh, How do you feel about the starting strokes for the final (laughs) final event? Uh, Well, I think, uh, like I said, I think it it's an unknown. You know, we we often as humans are kind of resistant to change a little bit, and I, I think the players are a little resistant to change, but. I think it's going to be exciting and simple for not only the players, but for the fans, because when players showed up, you know, they didn't quote control their own fate and they weren't in the top five, you know, like we've had it the last few years for those other players. They had to not only play well, but they had to have other scenarios for the players in front of them to, for them to move up and possibly win the FedEx cup. Well, it's black and white here. Now, you know where you're starting. Now it's up to you on where you finish. And I think it's also really cool for the fans because it's simple now. It's direct. That's it. The guy who wins the Tour Championship is going to win the FedEx Cup, so it's not as confusing. And I think that's going to make for simple drama come Sunday. And there's uh, no longer a purse for the Tour Championship, correct? Uh, the, the bonus money is considered. Uh, that's No, there is some money for that, too. Uh, and, that, and that is stemmed from the fact that they're, they're prob- it very likely will happen that the guy who finishes with the lowest score of 72 holes this week because of the way they're staggered may not end up winning the Tour Championship and the FedEx Cup. So there is a different kind of money system for that. And there are world ranking points based on the 72 holes that will be played here this week, not the leaderboard for the FedEx Cup. Gotcha. So there's a lot going on. Yeah, there sure is. No, no doubt about it. So, you know, you were talking about you'll be interested to see tomorrow, you know, how these guys come out of the blocks. Um, I look at somebody like a Brooks Kepka who, you know, has now fallen to third place in the rankings. He's at seven under, three shots back. Brooks is a guy that kind of likes to be a front runner. Do you think he needs to be aggressive? Um, no. I think, I mean, this golf course should suit Brooks Kepka. Wide fairways, it's pretty much a power golf course to be honest with you i mean granted any player can get high with a putter um and and play well at east lake but this kind of fits into brooks's game i think if he just plays his game at least the first couple of days and just kind of size things up heading into the weekend he'll be fine i i think 
some people would say, and I would even think Brooks may argue heading into the Tour Championship, was like, hey, I've had the most consistent year. I have the inside track of being player of the year on the PGA Tour. Why am I starting third in the FedEx Cup playoffs? But he beautifully said today at his press conference that it's the playoffs. You know, Patriots can get knocked out by a wild card team. It's a totally different season. So he embraces that. And I think that's a great mentality to have for Brooks Kepka. Yeah, great point. Of course, um, you know, there's some people that have said, still, even with the new format, some of the weighting of the points, uh, you know, perhaps needs to be looked at. How do you feel about that in terms of the major versus, you know, regular tour event? How do you think it's well, it's flushed out? I, that's been an argument for a while, and I understand that argument. Uh, I have a feeling... Um, talking to people with the PGA Tour, hearing Jay Monahan in a meeting today and talking with him, um, that this format that we have right now, this staggered leaderboard heading into the Tour Championship, is not finite. I believe that there will be some tinkering done after this week. They just want to kind of see how it goes. Sure. Remember back in 2007, I mean, that's when the first FedEx Cup playoffs came out. Uh, you know, it was totally different, and they have adjusted each and every time. So uh, they're going to continue to work with this. They've gone—I I mean, this this system that they set up, this staggered leaderboard—they spent hours and hours of analytics um, putting this together. They actually went to MIT Jeez. to talk to mathematicians <laughs> to talk about how to put this together. So there's been a lot of time and effort put in by the PGA Tour, and frankly, I think they've done a nice job. That's a few de- degrees above mine, that's for sure. Um, who's your sense, Todd? I mean, you know, you've listened to some of the players. Uh, I mean, obviously Justin's coming in hot. Patrick Cantley, really, uh, you know, impressive play on Sunday. Didn't let Justin, you know, out of his uh, eyesight. And at one point almost looked like he, you know, could have tied there on the back nine Sunday. Yeah, you know, it's hard to – I think there are a number of factors here. Number one, as we've talked about, the comfort level players have – starting in the staggered start, where will their mind be tomorrow? I think tomorrow's going to be a big day as to setting the tempo for the rest of this championship. I think fatigue is going to be an issue, too. A lot of these players are playing five, six weeks. Um, some are playing six straight uh, because of the, the heat and all that. Where is their body comparative to their mind? Um, so, I, you know, it's kind of hard to say right now. I, I don't necessarily know if there is a favorite. I think if you're 500 better, that's good. I will say this. I, I think if you're an aggressive player, that you have an opportunity here this week, uh, given where you're, where you're positioned. For example, I think John Rahm, he was an aggressive player by nature. Um, I, I think that he has an opportunity with a good day tomorrow to get in the right mindset, and maybe make a run this week. I that would put style some of player. Yeah, I'd put some money. Mo- like. I'd put some money on Patrick Reed in that scenario too. Yeah, yeah, he he's an aggressive player as well. So. Uh, it, it'll be fun. I, I'm I'm actually very interested with the simplicity of it, and I, I think it will produce high drama. I tell you what, I'm hoping for. I'm hoping there's a playoff. We have not had a playoff in 2019, the calendar year on the PGA Tour schedule, which is hard to believe. We it have is. not had a playoff. Yes. If we have a playoff with two or three guys out there battling for 15 million dollars that'll be fun to watch it sure will and as always we're going to have great coverage by the golf channel thursday friday from 1 to 6 p.m eastern time as well as the early coverage on saturday and sunday so uh, we'll be watching as well as golf central so as always todd thank you so much for your time and uh, have a great weekend at the tour championship 
Good to talk to you. All right. You're listening to Golf Insiders 96.9 The Game. We've got more from Eastlake and the final leg of the FedEx Cup playoffs coming up. Stay with us. a stop and go ride heading east on I-4 from a crash right near State Road 434 that's blocking the left lane. It's also very slow between OBT and 436 and also between 417 and 1792. If you're traveling westbound, expect a slow go between US 192 and 429 and watch for a crash on John Young Parkway at the 408. See traffic problems? Call the safetouchsecurity.com traffic tip line at 866-676-8477 from the Traffic Center. I'm Paige Carrera. Get back to the style and savings you love with the Reset and Reconnect sale. Get great deals on select women's denim and St. John's Bay for him and her. It's four days only, this Thursday through Sunday at JCPenney. My golf spy named Tour Edge Exotics EXS driver the best value in their most wanted driver test for 2019. The new Tour Edge Exotics EXS driver, fairway, hybrid, and irons are pound for pound the best for performance, technology, innovation, and price. Get EXS ultra premium performance and innovation without the ultra premium prices. Visit touredge.com for tour news and demo exotics at your local PGA Superstore. Tour Edge Exotics, the best value for the best performance in golf. Voted best new product by the International Network of Golf at the 2019 PGA Merchandise Show, Copper Tech Golf Gloves are a game changer in golf. Copper Tech, the only gloves in golf designed with copper compression technology that helps improve circulation, joint, and muscle pain. Manufactured with a non-slip spider weave silicone material in the palm, Copper Tech gloves cause less grip tension, reduce wear and tear, and improve slip resistance in all types of weather. Prevent strain and muscle fatigue in your hands. For more info or to buy yours, go to coppertechglove.com. That's coppertechglove.com. For more than 35 years, Sam Sneed's Tavern is one of Orlando's favorite and most recommended restaurants in Central Florida. From light bites to some of the finest Angus beef, chicken, ribs, and fresh seafood, Sam Sneed's will surely satisfy your appetite. Sam Sneed's cozy, relaxed atmosphere is perfect for casual meetups or special occasions. Join them for lunch, dinner, or happy hour. They offer catering and private parties, too. Go to Facebook and Instagram and get hungry. Sam Sneed's Tavern. More than a meal. It's a legendary experience. Golf Central Magazine is the Southeast's oldest and most respected golf magazine covering turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. For 19 years, no other regional magazine has covered golf industry news, clubs, resorts, and real estate communities like Golf Central Magazine. Golf Central Magazine features golf industry leaders, associations, teaching professionals, and dedicated volunteers that are helping to grow the game. Find the latest product reviews, trends, and technology inside Golf Central Magazine. Go online and get the latest copy today. GolfCentralMag.com. GolfCentralMag.com. This is Mark Daniels, host of the Beat of Sports and voice of the UCF Knights. You're listening to FM 96.9 The Game, Orlando's sports leader. Quite an impact, actually, uh, when he shanked that three iron and hit me in the back of the head. I can't believe I'm into this. I really hate to lose. Asking forgiveness, got the struggler's blues. We're back, the Gulf Insiders in the house, Holly G, taking you home on the fairways of I-4. As we are about to tee it off tomorrow for the final leg of the FedEx Cup playoffs, the Tour Championship at East Lake Golf Club. Have to give a big shout out, though, first to my good friends and uh Business partners Romulo and Valerie Martinez on the birth of a future golfer. Their first 
little baby boy, Max Enrique, seven pounds, three ounces. Congratulations. And, uh, man, uh, I think you're probably going to put a golf club in his hand real soon. I know. But congratulations. And we're going to waste no more time and head back up to East Lake and check in with... Our favorite golf insider, Bob Herrick from ESPN.com. Hey, Bob. Hello, Holly. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I am so excited. This is uh, Sunday was so much fun with so much on the line. I really, you know, the fact that it's gone to two events. And here we are. It's hard to believe, uh, you know, end of August, we're going to have it all wrapped up here. Pretty exciting. Yep, absolutely. I mean, this is what they wanted. Uh uh, they wanted to, to end the season before football really gets going, which, you know, really Labor Day weekend it does now, and, and then the NFL starts a week later. So, you know, the, the deck is sort of clear. There's not a lot going on in the sports world right now, um, and you've got some of the best players uh, in the world competing for the FedEx Cup title and a lot of money, and, um, you know, there's been some negativity, but, I always go back to, um, you know, what golf was like back in the day before the FedEx Cup, and you really just had a bunch of tournaments after the PGA Championship with no rhyme or reason to them. Agree. Um, and, and you had a tour championship for the top 30 money winners that, that not everybody was really trying all that hard to get to. I mean, you know, for some maybe, but uh, so it's changed in that way. We've, you know, we've had a, we've had – most of the top players here the last few weeks, and and now we're gonna you know have it have it come down to the end, and hopefully it'll be uh, it, hopefully there'll be some drama. Well, speaking of drama, um, Hideki Matsuyama shooting two sixty threes at the BMW Championship on Friday and Sunday, a little seventy three mixed in there. But imagine shooting two sixty threes and you finish five shots behind Justin Thomas, the winner. Crazy. Yeah, you know, the 73 was on the day that Justin Thomas shot 61. So, uh, Ouch! <laughs> it was a, you know, it was a golf course that, that gave up very few overpower scores for the week. I mean, it was shocking, really, you know, uh, how few there were. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, Medina is, is, it's not, it's probably not the vaunted test of some other major venues. I mean, when Tiger won the, PGA there in 2006, he was 18 under, uh, but still, um, you know, uh, it was, it was kind of shocking how, how they manhandled it. Yeah. It long, long course, lots of rough, you know, I bet you it's no fun. It's not that easy for the members. No, you know, but that these, course. Well, you're from the area. Yeah. These, but these guys took it apart and, and, you know, part of it too is look at this time of year, they're just not going to set up the golf courses so that they're just so drastically difficult that these guys are, you know, put in a, in a bad mood. To, yeah. That's know, a good frankly. way to put it. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a long season. And now, you know, I think Eastlake will play a little tougher. It's a, it's, it, it, it can be, it can be quite difficult and it, and it should be for the last one, but uh, they, they don't want to be beating these guys up this time of year. And, and, and it's understandable. Yeah, well, there were some low scores for sure. And um, awesome also to watch uh, Patrick Cantley, you know, continue to, uh, you know, put the pedal to the metal behind Justin. And what's remarkable to me, and I know, you know, you listen to these guys talk about it week to week, 
uh, you know, Justin starting off on Thursday on the range saying he had the worst practice session, did he say, in his career? I mean, it was a pretty strong statement. And then, you know, he goes out for four days sort of trying to find his swing and throws in a 61. <laughs> you know, when they say these guys are good, holy moly. Yeah, you know, it's funny. It's It's been kind of a disappointing year for him. He hadn't won until that point. And, uh, uh, you know, but he's, what, 26 years old, and he's got 10 wins now. And, and you know, he's getting hot at the right time. Uh, um, you know, he's he, he's got an advantage now that will help him um, going into the Tour Championship here tomorrow. And, you know, if he, if he prevails, if he comes out on top, uh, he'll get another. He'll get credit for another win. So, um, you know, I, I guess better late than never. And you know, this this is a guy that we expect to uh, uh, to do well for 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 years to come. Do you think he has an extra advantage? Well, you know, uh, silly question, but he's won it before. He's been in this hot seat two, and, and it wasn't that long ago. Two years ago, taking home the the big money. Yeah, you know what's interesting about that is he still, even now, is upset that he didn't win the tournament. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, of course, that can't happen now. Yeah, Shoffley uh, won different. it. Exactly. You know, and, 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 and Justin wanted to win the tournament. You know, he wasn't and, – and, and frankly, you know, that, that sort of probably helped. That was part of the impetus for changing and not the only one, certainly. They, they were looking at it for years to do something different. But, you know, the fact that he was more interested in winning the tournament, and obviously he was happy to win the FedEx Cup, but they, they just want there to be one winner. And uh, even though in, in the 12 previous years there were only four separate winners, um, you know, we had two in the last three years, uh, actually two years in a row, 17 and 18, and um, – and then, and that was way back early part of it. But you know, I think we focused mostly on the tournament, and then whatever, however the fallout of the FedEx was, was however it was. Uh, now there, that that will be just the one and only goal, and 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 the sense is is that, that it it will focus on that. Although, as I'm sure, there's no surprise, there's going to be chatter about who shoots the lowest score if that person doesn't doesn't win the FedEx. Absolutely. You're listening to the Golf Insiders. I'm talking to Bob Herrig from ESPN.com. So, yes, in 2007, it was uh, Xander Shoffley who won the Tour Championship, also on his way to being named Rookie of the Year, and we've really had our eyes on him ever since. He's uh, in, let's see, uh, eighth place right now. We'll begin at four under along with a pack of five guys, John Rahm, Matt Kuchar, Webb Simpson, a Abraham answer, uh, but you know he uh, he he's a good bet, and he likes to come from behind. Sure, and you know I know there's been a lot of negativity about the format, and look, I I have my my questions about it too, but um, you know eight shots, ten shots has been made up in one round. Yep, it's it's rare, yep. but I mean, it, 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 and and it's obviously happened many times over 36 holes. I mean, there's a reason some of the majors. Or you know certainly the Masters has a ten shot rule uh, for a cut. You know there's sort of a sense that with 36 holes to go, you're still in it if you're ten behind. Uh, so if you're ten behind with 72 holes, it's not inconceivable that you you 
you could get hot and, and, and make it there. And it's not like you're starting out like another guy who, if he's 10 back and barely making the cut, maybe not playing well. You know, these guys who just got in at the end, um, you know, some of them played some pretty good golf recently to get to this point. So if I'm them, I'm looking at this as an opportunity, you know, uh, go out and shoot a good score tomorrow. They're, they're going off first. You know, if you can shoot three or four under par and the other guys, uh, uh, you know, tread water, well, now all of a sudden you're, you're kind of in the ball game. And, um, you know, I, I do think we have to kind of give it a chance and see how it plays out. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. Um, somebody else in that category, I'm sure, is a, is a, a favorite or should be uh, sitting at uh, position six is John Rahm, who's outside of Roy, been one of the most consistent players. Um, he's had 12 top, 12 top 10 finishes and 19 starts, including, you know, tie for fifth at BMW, tie for third at Northern Trust. He, in 2017, came from seven shots back to win the Farmers Insurance Open. So, you know, he's, he's probably feeling pretty good where he is. You know, it's, you hate to give up that many shots to Justin Thomas, but um, as I've been saying, if you go back and look at, take out the tournament, the tour championship, just the 72-hole tournament, th- this is basically the same difference that they had going in in points. It's just that you're, it was hard to wrap your, your arms around the, the difference. Um, but, you know, they reset the points and the, you know, the, the, the number one guy had X number of points and it was set up so everybody had a chance to win if, if, if the right things happened. And so this is sort you know, it's still the same thing. I mean, it's, it's, it's now just a little bit more apparent what you have to do. Uh, and uh, the guys who, who it seemed like there was no chance if they were uh, 30th, you know, they needed a lot to happen. It's really still the same thing. I mean, if you're 30th or 28th, you pretty much have to, you know, shoot the lowest score of the week out of the 72 holes to, to have any chance. And then you need help from those guys on top to not go low. That's always how it's been. So, um, you know, it's just now it's going to be a little bit easier to follow. You don't have to project and look at a computer. You're just going to see right up there on the scoreboard tomorrow. If JT starts out and bogeys the first two holes, he's back to eight under. New ball game. Yep. And, and I, you know, certainly not saying or predicting he'll do that, but that's sort of what you have to look at. Uh, uh, and, and same for anybody else. Now, of course, if you're in the middle of the pack and you have a tough day tomorrow, um, you're going to make it really hard to, to, to get it done. But that's always been the case. You know, yep. you, some guys fell way behind after day one in the points, uh, in the points thing. And uh, that's, that won't be any different now. Well, here's your $15 million question, Bob. <laughs> Who are you picking to raise the cup on Sunday? You know, I kind of like Rory. Ooh. Um, uh, even though he will start out, I believe, five back. Yep, uh, five he's under. In, he's in fifth place. And, you know, it, it, you look at his year and what he's done, and and to have to start out five back to a guy that you've beat most of the year. But, again, this is – I know it's not exactly like like team sports playoffs, but I've used this example on Twitter and with other people. Um it's it, it's it's a good example locally, you know the the Tampa Bay Lightning had the best record in the NHL uh, this past season by a mile, and 
when they went to the playoffs, they were swept in four games. Yep. So, I mean, th- their advantage was home ice. That's it. Right. Uh, they, if it, in, in the playoffs, if you don't produce during the playoffs, you're going to get beat. And Rory hasn't done as well as some other people in the playoffs. Same with Brooks Kepka. Mm-hmm. That's why he's behind. The, the, now, if it were true playoffs, maybe they'd have been eliminated. Who knows? But, but they, the tour has tried to balance those two things, maybe to its own detriment. You know, I don't think they want these guys all starting off at the, at the first playoff event, having the chance to get eliminated if you've had a good year, you know, but we saw, Hey, look, we saw what happened with tiger. Tiger won the masters. Didn't play a lot after yep. put himself sort of in a precarious position when he didn't uh, make it to the weekend at the first tournament and he's gone. That's right. You know, that's the that part of it is they want guys to play more so that they can, they can move up in this thing. And, you know, tiger chose not to Had tiger added a tournament or two this summer. He might have he might have been able to make it to Atlanta without doing much in the playoffs, but he put himself in a in a tough spot, and then he wasn't able to make up for it. Very true. Well, it is uh, going to be pretty exciting and uh, fun to watch. Four days, of course, no cut. This is uh, down to the wire, and it's going to be some big fun with some big moolah at the end of it all. Thank you, Bob. Appreciate your time as always, and have a great week in Atlanta. Thanks a lot. Take it easy. All right. You're listening to the Golf Insiders 96.9 The Game. More golf talk coming up. Stay with us. This report is sponsored by Chili's 3 for 10. Delays continue from a crash eastbound on I-4 right near State Road 434, and we're seeing heavy delays between OBT and 436. If you're heading westbound, expect a slow ride between Fairbanks Avenue and Anderson Street. We're seeing delays south on the turnpike between the Beach Line and Osceola Parkway, and also north on 417 between Colonial Drive and University Boulevard. See traffic problems? Call the SafeTouchSecurity.com traffic tip line at 866-676-8477. From the Traffic Center, I'm Paige Kerr. With Chili's 3 for $10, you get a starter, entree, and drink for just 10 bucks. No strings attached. No hoops to jump through. No coupon required. Just tasty, delicious food. Together, we Chili's. Prices may vary in Hawaii and Alaska. My golf spy named Tour Edge Exotics EXS Driver the best value in their most wanted driver test for 2019. The new Tour Edge Exotics EXS Driver, Fairway, Hybrid, and Irons are pound for pound the best for performance, technology, innovation, and price. Get EXS Ultra Premium Performance and Innovation without the Ultra Premium Prices. Visit touredge.com for tour news and demo exotics at your local PGA Superstore. Tour Edge Exotics, the best value for the best performance in golf. Golf Central Magazine is the Southeast's oldest and most respected golf magazine covering turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. For 19 years, no other regional magazine has covered golf industry news, clubs, resorts, and real estate communities like Golf Central Magazine. Golf Central Magazine features golf industry leaders, associations, teaching professionals, and dedicated volunteers that are helping to grow the game. Find the latest product reviews, trends, and technology inside Golf Central Magazine. Go online and get the latest copy today. GolfCentralMag.com. GolfCentralMag.com. 96.9 The Game. FM. HD. Online at 96.9thegame.com. On your phone with the iHeartRadio app. And on hundreds of devices like Alexa, Google Home, Xbox, and Sonos. An iHeartRadio station. Hey, Harry, thanks a lot for all the security you provide for us. Well, it's my job to keep all those nuts away from you, Jake. That's just the way it is. 
Don't play at pebble, won't pay the price. I love my Muni, I think it's nice. Swing in the house drives my wife up the wall. She shouldn't worry, I don't use a ball. It'd be good to just make hard. We're back, the Golf Insiders in the house, Holly G. And we are headed back to the Tour Championship at Least League Golf Club in the Media Center to check in with Gary Van Sickle from the Morning Read. Hello, Gary. I'm darn near awake. How are you? That scintillating. Nothing big happening in the press conferences today? Uh, there was some fun stuff earlier. They all, a uh, couple of guys came in earlier. And then, uh, yeah, we had a nice array of guys. Rory came in. He was he was good. Justin Thomas, Brooks Kepka. Uh, was Patrick Reed today or was that yesterday? It's hard to remember now. But I thought the news of the day was Brooks Kepka came in and said, yeah, he was played terrible the last couple of FedEx events. He's been out grinding on his game. And he said, I've got it figured out. I feel great. Playing good, you know, so look out to me, the number one player in the world says, I've got it figured out. You should sign up for a betting service and create an online account right now. Well, you've uh... in a 30 man field and he, he, he Bermuda's his favorite grass. He grew up in Florida. We're in Atlanta. I, you know, again, I always like to, if I was, if I was going to bet, I would prefer to take the best player in the game and that's him. Well, as we're standing right now, here's the top five uh, in the FedEx Cup rankings. Justin Thomas, number one. Patrick Cantley moved into two over the weekend. Brooks Kepka dropping to three. Patrick Reed jumping it to into fourth. And Rory at number five. Um, we haven't... You know what the other big news was? And this maybe isn't big news, uh, but Patrick Cantley and Patrick Reed have played together in the, as a team in the New Orleans thing. And they really hit it off. They really like playing with each other. Cantley said he likes playing with Patrick Reed because he loves to play with somebody who's every bit as competitive as he is. So you know that Tiger Woods, your President Cup captain, is reading this. You know Steve Stricker, your Ryder Cup captain, is looking at this. Reed didn't make the eight-man automatic berth on the President's Cup, but he was, I think, number 12 in points. So right. He's in line to get picked. Americans didn't have a partner for Patrick Reed in France last year because they, he and Jordan Spieth got a divorce. Right. But uh, I think I, there's you, he's got a partner now. Patrick Cantley is a decent ball striker and a very good putter. He's he goes right along with Patrick Reed, who's absolutely a better ball striker than a putter. So. I think you can mark it down right now, assuming they're on the teams. I think those two guys are going to be your pairing. There's your Patrick Reed pairing, I think. So those were the two important things I heard today that that struck me as being uh, newsworthy. The, I, we've had a long succession of guys going, I don't know what to think about the staggered start, hit the strokes. And I, I'm like, what's so hard? what's so hard to understand? You're, Pretend you're in a five-round tournament and you played the first round and you're now two shots behind, five shots behind, ten, whatever it is. How hard is that? It's not so hard to comprehend. 
I, I agree. In my opinion. I, I totally agree. So, and, you know, we've got sort of an interesting mix here as we round out the top 10. John Rahm's at six. Matt Kuchar, who seems to have, you know, sort of uh, cooled over the last few uh, weeks of the season. He's at seventh. Xander Shoffley, who I have my eye on, sitting at eight, you know, having won in 2017. Webb Simpson, uh, he's a guy we know that can go low. And then you've got Abraham Anser. Um, I don't know that, you know, a lot of people know a lot about him, but uh, an interesting mix in the top 10 here in the FedEx Cup well, rankings. Uh, you know, how about John Rahm? You, you've seen him on TV just about every week, it seems. Yeah. And he and I've Captain Consistency. I, yeah, yeah. I forgot who his partner was, but he won the team thing in, in New Orleans this year. And I was looking at stats. I realized, you know what? He never won anything this year. For all the times I saw him on TV, I forgot he never actually won a, a, a tournament this year. Right, ran one over in Europe, but didn't win here. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, on the PGA Tour, he won the Irish Open, right. but he didn't win anything in the U.S. It's like that seems shocking, considering it seems like I saw him on TV as much as anybody. So. I was thinking about writing a story on, you know, who needs the who needs this FedEx Cup the most or who needs to salvage a year or whatever. And I know he's had a pretty good year. He's had a lot of top tens, but he didn't have a win. I think he would be one of the guys. And, of course, Dustin Johnson, who, uh, is, yes, he's still playing golf. <laughs> For those who are wondering, we haven't heard from him in a while. I don't think he's had a top ten since he was runner-up at um, – the PGA Championship at Beth Page. Right, and he's sitting so he's at three, of, uh, three under, seven shots. Yeah, three under, seven shots back with the group at, you know, yeah. at 11 to 15, so. He's off the boil, but you know, this course is not going to be a, a scoring fest like Medina, which to me showed that it should never hold another major because the scores are absurdly low. But this week, you got to hit the fairways, otherwise you're in pretty thick Bermuda rough, and that means you're not going to, you're not really going to do much with your second shot. So it's going to be find the fairway at all costs, like the U.S. Open, and then go from there. And You know, somebody will hit driver and hit a bunch of fairways and make some birdies, but they're going to have a tough time doing it for 72 holes. I don't think you're going to see 25 under win this week. You'll be lucky to get get half of that, I would say, So depending on the on the win. But so the- it's a different week, but there's a lot of – you know, I, I – this this thing, people are saying, oh, this 10-shot spread, it seems like half of these guys can't win. Ten shots over four rounds isn't that much. To me, it's just the opposite. It's any anybody anybody can win. Yeah. I, I don't think it's – I think it's easier as easy now. The, the interesting – the other interesting – I heard – the third interesting thing I heard this week was Jay Monahan, the PGA Tour commissioner, came in for a little breakfast confab with some writers. And there was a lot of the usual lawyer doublespeak, but he did say one interesting thing about the staggered start. He said they took the same gaps between the positions as they had last year when they assigned the 30 players points for the FedEx Cup. They they turned those into strokes under par, and they kept the same gap within a percentage point of what they had last year. So, so look at it this way. It's exactly the same as it was last year. Instead of having a point total and you don't know what anybody's doing, it's been converted to strokes under par, and you know where everybody is. So it's a it's a it's a no brainer as an improvement. But all these people can't get their head around. Oh, he's starting at ten under par. That's not right. 
it's not different than last year, except instead of having, you know, 117 points in the first place, he's 10 under. It's the same thing. Get over it. Let's go watch the tournament and see something exciting. And maybe a couple guys will have a putt for 10 mil, 10, uh, $15 million, and we can see whether he can, he can make it or not. Well, aside from John Rahm, uh, given what we just spoke about, do you do you are you betting on somebody coming outside the top five, or do you think it's really still kind of a lock for those guys unless something crazy happens? Well, I would, you know, on a perfect, on a level playing field, I would say it is wide open. However, Justin Thomas loves playing in Bermuda, and he seemed to find his game. Although he was all over the lot last week. If he'd have been in a course with any rough at Medina, he never would have survived. And even he made a joke about that. He's like, yeah, I've got to drive it better. But he's not the guy you want to be chasing, even though it's only two shots if you're the number two guy. But go back to what I just said. You, the best player in golf said, I got it. I figured it out. I'm hitting it great. My, I got my putting stroke back. Uh, I, You know, if, if Brooks Koepka or Justin Thomas goes out and, sh- and shoots 65 the first day, and they go from 10 under or 8 under to 15 under or whatever it would be. Uh, what is, let's see, Kepka would be uh, 6 under, isn't he, or 7 under. So, I mean, you're going to put a lot of guys a lot of guys out of it. They'll be 13, 14 shots back after one round. Exactly. So, I mean, I, I those two guys to me stand out in the crowd given how they've been playing. Or, again, I'm basing all my comments on Kepka on him being number one and him saying, I got it. Nobody ever says, I got it. And when Tiger used to say that, it's like he knew he had it. Yep. He wouldn't say it quite that blatantly, but he'd say, he'd kind of smile and say, I'm, I'm playing pretty good. Like, I'll put a bet down. He, he knows he's going to win. So, uh, Bullish on for Brooks. For those guys, I think it's open. But there's no reason that Patrick Reed's a good Bermuda grass guy. There's no reason any of these guys can't get hot and have a good day. Again, if you have a bad day with a driver and you're in the rough eight times out at East Lake, you're probably shooting over par, and that opens the door to everybody. So that's why I think it's a great equalizer this week. It's a course that anybody can do well on and anybody can do poorly on. And I like it. Well, I think there are going to be uh, a lot of people uh, skipping school at work tomorrow and watching that first round because uh, it's going to be interesting to see how things shake out. As always, Mr. Van Cynical, we love spending some time with you, and we'll let you go back to uh, back to your day job. Thank you so much, my friend. Thanks a lot. Talk to you later. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, 96.9 The Game. We'll be right back. Nissan's bottom line model year-end sales event and save on the last of our 2019s. Shop ChooseNissan.com. My golf spy named Tour Edge Exotics EXS driver the best value in their most wanted driver test for 2019. The new Tour Edge Exotics EXS driver, fairway, hybrid, and irons are pound for pound the best for performance, technology, innovation, and price. Get EXS ultra premium performance and innovation without the ultra premium prices. Visit TourEdge.com for tour news and demo exotics at your local PGA Superstore. Tour Edge Exotics, the best value for the best performance in golf. 
For more than 35 years, Sam Sneed's Tavern is one of Orlando's favorite and most recommended restaurants in Central Florida. From light bites to some of the finest Angus beef, chicken, ribs, and fresh seafood, Sam Sneed's will surely satisfy your appetite. Sam Sneed's cozy, relaxed atmosphere is perfect for casual meetups or special occasions. Join them for lunch, dinner, or happy hour. They offer catering and private parties, too. Go to Facebook and Instagram and get hungry. Sam Sneed's Tavern. More than a meal. It's a legendary experience. Win your way to our 2019 iHeartRadio Music Festival and $1,000 to spend while you're in Vegas. T-Mobile Arena here in Las Vegas. More than 30 of the biggest music superstars handpicked by iHeartRadio. Hosted by Ryan Seacrest. Brought to you by Macy's. Live music by iHeartRadio and style by Macy's. The perfect combo for festival season. For the hottest content and festival fashion, don't forget to check out Macy's The Edit at macy's.com slash the edit to find your remarkable style whether it's the hardwood the gridiron or the soccer pitch we are your one-stop shop for all of orlando's sports we are fm 96.9 the game well i don't want to take all the credit for their talent but uh, first i had to teach them to play golf then i had to teach them to sing and then i taught them to play various instruments none of which they do very well i want my dream yeah We're back, the Golf Insiders in the house. Holly G wrapping up an hour of intelligent golf talk. And um, we are less than 24 hours, 12 hours from teeing it up tomorrow at East Lake Country Club for the first round of the Tour Championship, the final FedEx Cup playoffs. This is for all the big, big money. $15 million. That's a lot of moolah. And um, it is going to be super exciting with this new uh, standing strokes with the, with, with, um, sorry, starting strokes with Justin Thomas coming in at 10 under to start. He's leading the tournament and we haven't even started. Think about that. So, want to spend a few minutes with one of our favorite golf insiders who helped me out last week as my guest caddy. We always love spending some time with Jeff Babineau from The Morning Read and Sky Eye Golf. Hey, Babs. Hey, Holly G. Um, before we get into the the, the uh, Tour Championship, uh, speaking of talent, there is an LPGA tournament this week, the Canadian Women's Open, with a 12-year-old who is making her LPGA debut. Babs, 12 Boy, they get them young out there. I, I remember watching uh, Morgan Kressel and Lexi Thompson show up when they were so young at U.S. Opens, and uh, it's amazing how quickly some of these young players come along, it's for sure. Um, Michelle Liu, is that her name? Michelle Liu, L-I-U. Anyway, um, you know, her idol, Brooks uh, Henderson, who we know is the – Canadian LPGA She's an star. Brooks. Yeah, twenty. Early twenty. Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh my God, uh, it's it's really something else to imagine uh, a twelve-year-old out there. And of course, um, you know, in tw- in twenty twelve, Lydia Cole became the youngest LPGA winner at fifteen years old. So, um, you know, wow, it's it's amazing. Yeah, Michelle Liu. I mean, it is amazing. We we saw it when we ran our Sky Eye Golf. Uh, you know, championship with Symmetricore event. 
we had Alexa Pano, 14, she turned 15 today, uh, in our last group on Sunday against all these women professionals. And, uh, you know, the, the amount of poise on some of these young players, I mean, I think the, the difference these days is they get tested so early. They play these great AJGA events, and, and they kind of learn to calm their nerves and, and just go out there and, and shoot a score. And, uh, yeah, it'll be exciting to see what she does. Well, uh, speaking of shooting a score, we've been talking uh, the all hour about really um, tomorrow, uh, all eyes on these players in terms of how uh, they start out this tour championship. What what are your thoughts in terms of how, how these guys are going to play? What's going to be their mindset? Conservative? Aggressive? I mean, you know, I you post a number well, tomorrow, it's going to change a lot of things. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a great mental test, honestly. I mean, you start in, for those guys shot, starting 10 shots back, Eastlake isn't a place where you can just take on and start firing at flags. So you got to kind of try and chip away into that lead. Your goal, I guess, each day is you can't afford to lose – any more ground. I mean, you're already spotting these leaders, you know, 10, eight, seven shots, however many the, the player you're chasing has in front of you. So uh, I think it's a great mental test. You know, you got to get out there and play. You gotta, I think you just got to get two solid rounds in and kind of take the landscape on the weekend and see where you are. Because uh, I mean, I think the one, the one kind of disastrous thing that could happen, uh, certainly not for Justin Thomas, but uh, for him to go out and shoot some red-hot rounds Thursday, Friday, and make this thing a runaway. Well, great history be- behind East Lake uh, Golf Club, you know, the home course of Bobby Jones. Uh, g- give our listeners a little sense of what this golf course is like, design-wise. Yeah, it's, it's right there in front of you. It's not, you know, it's not a tricked-up course. It's very traditional, uh, but it's, it's just a really tough layout. I mean, you have to – winners there – have to drive the ball well, have to keep it in the fairway. The rough can be a little tough, and and it's just not that easy a place to score. You know, the winning score there is maybe if you look the last five years, somewhere in the 11-under, 13-under range in there. Uh, So that makes this dynamic interesting with a player starting at 10-under par before hitting the first shot on Thursday. But uh, as for uh, for the course, I mean, he's like, players like it. It's, It's just a solid solid golf course it's uh you got to really play well around there and and, and, uh there there are some big numbers you can make out there if you get a little off track well um we've had uh, let's see i think somebody's picked justin uh gary vincica went with brooks and um bob herrick went with rory we haven't talked a lot about rory but let's face it um he's certainly been I think the most consistent player this year, 13 top 10s and 18 starts, and, of course, two victories, the Players' Championship and the RBC Canadian Open. How does this course set up for Rory? Oh, it's great. I mean, his strength is driving. If his driver's on, he's got a huge advantage. You know, he starts five shots back, but he won in 2016 starting five back on Sunday. So, you know, he has four days to make up that deficit instead of just 18 holds. Uh, he's kind of hot and cold. You know, Rory kind of needs to play well early to get engaged and get in there, but he's as streaky as anyone, and, and he can really go out there. He's He's got the length. Uh, he can really attack out there, make some birdies. And, and as you say, he's been so consistent this year. He just hasn't been able to probably close out as many as he's like, as he would like to have. But 
Uh, it's it's really been a great season for him. Well, he said in the presser, uh, FedEx Cup should be about the prestige, not the money. Well, easy for him to say. He's already won <laughs> one of these titles, right? Yeah. I love that line. I think that's true. I mean, if you want this championship to sit right there with the majors, with the players' championship, uh, you know, it, it is uh, – you've got to get beyond the money. I mean, I think a lot of this in the 12-year history we've seen – has been about the money. It's a big wild factor. You know, we're all talking about, hey, someone's going to walk out of there on Sunday $15 million richer. But for those guys who, you know, that $15 million, you know, for a Rory or a Phil or a Tiger or a Justin Rose, a lot of these guys, uh, it, it's that trophy they want. So they want the prestige to lie in that and not just the big payday. Well, plus, you know, for some of these guys, you know, again, there's a uh... – a lot of exemptions that come along with this win. Yeah. Well, it's a great purchase getting to East Lake. I mean, you're going to be in the majors, uh, the WGCs, as long as you're in the top 64 for the match play, you're the invitational. So it really does set up your year. You know, if you've won, you're going to start at the Tournament of Champions for 2020. Uh, so it really gives you a nice jump, you know, all these guaranteed money events. Uh, it's prestigious. And, and the 30th place finisher this week, Walks away with almost $400,000 in FedEx Cup bonus, uh, which is awfully nice, too. So, yeah, it really sets you up. It's huge to get to East Lake. It should be every player's goal, and it's not that easy to get there. So when you do get there, you should really appreciate it. Well, even though uh, the matches will be uh, a little ways off, not till December because they're heading to Australia, um, Tiger Woods keeping the door open to be President's Cup pick. What do you think about that? Yeah, I don't... Come on, Tiger! Seeing, uh, yeah, I think that's what the fans want to see. Certainly the people of Australia want to see it. Uh, but it, it'd be hard for Tiger, unless he had a couple really big showings, you know, this fall somewhere, if he were to tee it up at Napa or if he plays well in Japan. Uh, he's got to put a couple of results on the board, I think, uh, to, to warrant picking himself over, you know, a U.S. Open champion and Gary Woodland or... Tony Finau has been so consistent, or you know, Patrick Reed, Captain America. He's got some nice guys sitting there. Uh, he might just want to sit this one out unless he sees something drastically different in his game in the coming months. So uh, we just got about a minute left, JB. Who uh, who you who you looking at? Who you picking? Uh, Who's I, your, so I heard all your I heard all your picks, so I'm going off the board here. I'm I'm taking Patrick Cantlay. Cantley. Two, two shots out. He's ahead of uh, 28 of these guys to start. And I just think he's been playing so well. I like the way he finished on Sunday at the BMW. I think he's ready for a big moment. You know, he, he was uh, beset by back problems and some injuries. And, and he's finally kind of getting his stride, won the Memorial. I think he's a great player. He, he'll be at that President's Cup. So uh, that's my guy. That's my guy to take home that big old wheelbarrow full of cash. I love it. What would you do with 15 mil, Babs? <laughs> well, I'd give a couple of you to start. You'd do the same for me. <laughs> Absolutely. Then, you know, we'd pay a little taxes, have a little party, and join Lake Nona and have a little fun. Oh, man. I'll tell you what. Um, I'm, I'm going to go out of the top five just for fun. I'm, I'm going uh, with Xander. I'm on the Xander uh, bandwagon. Well, Xander, can, Xander can go deep. I like that pick. All right. Well, that's my six back. Uh, uh, we'll check in next week and see how we fare, my friend. You got it. All right. You're listening to the Golf Insiders. We got a tea time. Check out the Tour Championship, the FedEx Cup playoffs. We're out of here. We love you. Bye bye. 
just crashed my car again. Now I'm going to Disneyland. 